Before we get started, I have an important message. If you're on Medicare or about to be, you don't want to go it alone. And you don't want to just call the first guy who sends you a postcard. My husband did that, and he wound up with some bad advice that costs us a penalty each month that will never go away. So what can you do? Contact one of our member experts by going to certifiedmedicareagents.com and searching your state for an agent. You'll be able to look through our member agents and read about them. Then you can reach out to the agent or broker you select directly through the site. Now, one thing you should know is other sites who do this sell your information to 15 or more agents so you can get hundreds of unwanted phone calls. Not so with CertifiedMedicareAgents.com. You'll only be contacted by one agent, and if there is a problem, I may personally reach out to you, but generally you will only hear from the one agent you select. So head on over there right now before you forget and find a qualified and certified agent that can help you today. Now, let's start our program. Welcome back to the Rocky Retirement Show. I'm your host, Kathy Klein, and today we're continuing our conversation with Betsy, who's on a journey towards retirement. Betsy has been working hard for many years, and now she's finally approaching the end of her career. For many of us, retirement can seem like a distant dream, something we only think about once we're close to the end of our working lives. But for Betsy, retirement has been something she's been planning for and looking forward to for many years. She's looking forward to all of the adventures and possibilities that lie ahead for her. So let's dive in and hear more about Betsy's retirement journey. It's getting closer. I'm very excited. It's um, about 12 more weeks away. I just felt that six weeks was probably a, a reasonable amount. Not that it would happen in the the organization where I work, but I have heard stories about some people who announce their retirement and then they're told, well, just leave right now. While she is excited about the change, she also admitted feeling a bit nervous about leaving behind the routine and stability of her job. However, she also shared that she hadn't given her notice yet at work and had decided to wait until she was within six weeks of her retirement date. When I asked her about the reason behind this decision, Betsy explained that she wanted to avoid any potential issues that might arise from announcing her retirement too early. She'd heard stories about people being asked to leave their jobs immediately after giving notice, and she didn't want to risk anything like that happening to her. I believe that Betsy's decision to wait was a sensible one. I've heard of times when someone gives their notice and they're marched out the door immediately. Although it can be difficult to hold off telling your coworkers about your plans, there will be plenty of time for that after you put in your notice. It's clear that Betsy has put a lot of thought into her retirement plans, and she's taking the necessary steps to ensure a smooth transition for herself and her colleagues. Betsy has been talking with her friend, who's a few steps ahead of her in the retirement game. 
Sherry has been inspiring Betsy with all that can happen in retirement. Sometimes it's fun to have a friend to do this together. So Betsy signed up for a dance class, and now she's talking to a few organizations about volunteering. The two of them have a trip to Morocco planned, and Betsy is eager to explore all the opportunities available to her. Sherry's advice about not taking on too much too quickly is sage wisdom, and Betsy is trying to find the right balance between staying active and not overcommitting. And you know, I had the same thing too when I moved to my new location in the large retirement community. We have over a hundred clubs here and a hundred groups. And that was one of the main advices that I received as well. Don't don't join too much too soon. And that's when Les and I each decided to just stick with two clubs. And we're glad that we did. And now we're starting to add more activities on. But as Betsy tries out a water exercise class and considers volunteering, she reflects on the importance of finding fulfillment in retirement. She remembers the advice of a retired friend who encouraged her to try new things and stay open to unexpected opportunities. Sherry just retired and uh, um, she's super excited about it. We had a fun conversation the other day. She was telling me about all the things that she's wanting to do now that she's retired. She signed up for a dance class and uh, she uh, is talking to a few different organizations about doing some volunteer work and things like that. Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely want to do some of the same kinds of things that that Sherry does, like, you know, some volunteer work and some uh, classes. I take a water exercise class that's in the evenings, but they have some classes during the day. Um, or she signed up for this Bollywood dancing class. And that that sounds fun, I think. If you listen to past episodes of the Rocky Retirement Show, you'll see that retiring to something instead of retiring from something is one of the best ways to have a fabulous retirement. One of the issues that I've seen as the host of this show since 2016 is that if we don't retire to something, we can have a loss of identity. When someone asks us what we do, we need to have an answer. Betsy, like many of us, is looking for ways to stay active, engaged, and fulfilled in her daily life. She'd heard about Sherry's involvement in various volunteer activities and projects and classes, and she was curious to learn more. As Betsy delves deeper into her newfound interests, she can find some that provide her with a sense of purpose and satisfaction. She can connect with other like-minded individuals in her classes and volunteering projects. Through her experiences, Betsy is learning that it's never too late to pursue your passions and find fulfillment in life, whether it's through volunteering, taking classes, or simply trying something new, there are always opportunities for growth and self-discovery. Yeah, I like going to my water exercise class, and I've also done some mermaid swimming, which I enjoy. <laughs> what? Mermaid swimming? <laughs> that is amazing. If you listen to the show, you already know that I'm a synchronized swimmer. 
Oh, yeah, it's fun. Actually, uh, at the place where I take my water exercise class, they also have a swimming class for little kids. And so uh, recently, it was the last day of the swimming class for the little kids. And I arranged something special with the instructor where he put them all into a little boat to take them on a little boat ride around the pool. And while they were getting in the boat, I put on my mermaid tail and then started swimming across the pool. So they were sitting in the boat and they were yelling, oh, there's a mermaid, there's a mermaid. So <laughs> it was fun. It was <laughs> it was cute. One of those joyful things to, to do, bring a smile to people. In case you are interested in seeing a mermaid swim, I did a quick Google search and found a few places where you can see mermaid swimmers. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, at the Rec Bar. This bar has been offering live mermaid shows since 1950. It has aquariums for windows and lots of tall ship-style lanterns and rope decor. The bar has family-friendly shows, but be warned, it also has adult-oriented shows as well. In Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you can go to Ripley's Aquarium. You can have breakfast with a mermaid or just watch a mermaid show. And I'll post a link to the website on the show notes. There are also other Ripley's Aquariums where you might be able to see a mermaid show. So do a Google search to find one near you. Las Vegas, Nevada has mermaid shows at the Silverton Casino. It has a 117,000-gallon aquarium, which is home to thousands of fish in addition to the mermaids. And children ages 7 to 12 can also go to mermaid school. In Denver, Colorado, you can go to the downtown aquarium and see a mermaid show at the restaurant. But... Be sure to make a reservation as these shows can sell out quickly. In Great Falls, Montana, you can go to the Sip and Dip Lounge to watch mermaids swimming. But they don't really have a show per se. What they have is a roped off area for mermaids to practice their swimming techniques. So because of that, they won't always be there. But if they are... It is Monday through Sunday, starting at 6 p.m. So who knows, maybe sometime we'll see Betsy practicing her mermaid swimming in one of these shows. But Betsy isn't just focused on having fun in the water. She also recognizes the importance of being prepared for emergencies. It's something that everyone should know how to do, just in case. That would be a good thing to do also when I'm retired is, is to take like a CPR class. I think that's probably good for everybody to know. Retirement brings up other issues besides what to do with your time. As you approach retirement, it's important to consider how your online presence can help you stay connected and potentially even find new opportunities. One of the things my husband and I were talking about recently is like what to do with your LinkedIn profile when you retire. Um, and I'd read an article about that uh, recently too um, that I thought was interesting. Um, I've noticed some people, they just put the word retired on there, but you might as well just go off the platform entirely if I think if that's what you're going to do. 
Um, if you want to continue to make connections with people and, and share with people about the things that you're interested in and that you're doing in the next chapter of your life, it, it seems like you should flesh that out. I think that for myself and many other people, I'll keep my LinkedIn profile up. I'd like to be able to connect with former colleagues, and I think they're more likely to be able to find me if I keep my social media presence. But for the listener, I know this is a personal decision that you'll have to make yourself. As you know, retirement can be a major life transition that can come with a mix of emotions, including excitement, uncertainty, and anxiety. For many people, it marks the end of their careers and the beginning of a new phase of their life. While some feel a sense of relief from the daily grind of work, others may struggle with the loss of structure and purpose that their job provided. Writing posts on LinkedIn about your experiences in retirement can be a great way to share your insights with others who may be going through the same transition. Also, retiring doesn't mean that you have to disappear from LinkedIn entirely. Instead, it's an opportunity to redefine yourself. You may also find that writing about your experiences can be therapeutic and help you process your own feelings about this major life change. Or, like some of our guests in the past, for example, Ed and Cynthia, you may want to start a website. Well, the LinkedIn learning platform is also an interesting place to take classes and things like that. Another thing to think about is empty nest syndrome. For many of us, retirement coincides with children going off to college. If you're in that situation, understand that there may be issues that come with having less people in your home. Yeah, he's a, he's a freshman, so this was his his first time coming home after having gone off off to college. So, uh yeah, he flew home uh himself. Uh, that was his first time doing that. He's traveled a lot with, with us, but uh, this was his first time actually getting himself to the airport and getting on the plane on time and everything. So that was kind of exciting. That's a milestone in growing up. One of the ways you can celebrate a milestone is to go on a big trip. Traveling to a new country can be an exciting and enriching experience, and even more so when it involves unexpected reunions with family members. Whether you're reconnecting with long-lost relatives or meeting family members you've never met before, these reunions can add a special dimension to your travels. One of the joys of family reunions while traveling are that you may discover new family stories or gain a deeper understanding of your own identity and roots. There's nothing quite like the thrill of exploring a new country, especially when unexpected family reunions are thrown into the mix. Uh, well, we went on our big trip to Ireland. He came with us to Ireland in, in August, and I'm sure we'll have other trips all, all together in, in the future. Yeah, we just went on on our own, and my husband actually has some relatives in Northern Ireland, and uh, so that was really cool. We were at this pub, and there were all these members of his family suddenly there to to meet me. I had never met them before. That was exciting. Uh, but yeah, we went on our own. We flew economy on uh, Aer Lingus, and the economy class on on that airline is is really just fine. 
the biggest challenge for us was uh, we had rented a car and in Ireland, it is mostly uh, stick shift cars and they drive on the opposite side of the road. So uh, my husband had done it two times before, but it was a long, long time ago. And so uh, he was a little bit nervous about it. And then we were uh, at the airport car rental and he was like, oh, I just got to practice and drive around the, the lot a few times. And he kind of had forgotten how to put it in reverse <laughs> with a stick shift. <laughs> so he had to sort of relearn that. But uh, once we got out of the uh, parking lot at the rental car agency, then it kind of came back to him and he did a fabulous job navigating all the roundabouts and all that stuff. Betsy makes a great point about the advantages of retiring while you're still young and active, especially if you have a passion for outdoor activities like hiking. As Barbara Mock shared in a previous podcast episode, some truly breathtaking destinations like Zion National Park offer incredible hiking experiences that can be challenging, but ultimately rewarding. However, as we get older and our bodies start to slow down, it can become increasingly difficult to tackle these kinds of physical challenges. That's why retiring, while you're still able to fully enjoy these kinds of experiences, can be such a smart move. It allows you to take advantage of your physical capabilities while you still have them and to explore the world in a way that simply might not be possible later in life. Well, and one of the reasons to retire while you're young is, especially if you want to do any bigger trips or like hiking and things like that. I know uh, one of the things on the podcast that Barbara had talked about that I really enjoyed was uh, they had gone to, I think it was Zion National Park maybe, and going on a really long hike that would be difficult to do when you get to a point where you maybe can't do that sort of thing. So if you have any interest at all in doing it, retiring when you can and getting out there and doing it would be great. Of course, retirement isn't just about adventure and excitement. It's also about taking the time to focus on the things that really matter to you, whether that's spending time with loved ones, pursuing a creative passion, or simply enjoying the freedom to live life on your own terms. To conclude our talk, I asked Betsy if she's still planning anything about her retirement. No, I think my planning's done. I switched over to my husband's insurance as part of the open enrollment process. So that was good to get that done. And watching the stock market to see if there's going to be a Santa Claus rally, since it is December when we're we're talking, kind of doesn't really look like there's going to be. But financially, I'm okay, even if there's not. So, yeah. I hope you're enjoying Betsy's story as much as I am. We look forward to accompanying Betsy on her retirement journey and sharing it with our listeners. Be sure to keep tuning in for our upcoming episodes. So we'll see you next time on the Rock Your Retirement Show. Bye.